Welcome to You Shall Not Pass Go, episode 14. That's right. Um, I'm Dave. I'm Jengas. And we are hosted on GeekAid.com. What's your geek? There it is. You saw it happen live. You saw it live. That's how we do it. (laughs) And if you're tuning into the podcast at this point, I mean, by all means... Feel free to watch this live on Facebook. That's right. Be it it will be live on the Geekade Facebook page. Uh, well, not live. I should say it's archived on the Geekade Facebook page. So you can go back and watch it as many times as you want. Yeah. Uh, for all those, for, for that time where Jengis pulled two Tarmogoyfs in Foil Tarmogoyfs. <sighs> and, and the time that they randomly <laughs> stuck in like the, the Power 9 into a Modern Masters I, box. I and know, Dave opened got, them up. It, it was, was like, awesome. It was like Expedition Rare. Yeah. <laughs> <And> wild. Um... <laughs> And who knows? Maybe if this goes well, maybe we'll do more of these uh, Matt, live events. I will ask, though. How's our sound coming from Facebook? Are, are you hearing this loud and clear? Uh, this might take a second for you to actually see. You know what? I threw it out there. Let us know. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. These mics not hooked up to that camera. No, no, no. These are for the podcast. <laughs> camera? These you look- mean my iPhone? <laughs> yeah. That's an iPhone that we're recording on right now. You know so what? these fancy bothering? microphones? You know what? No, don't worry about it. I was going to say, like, we're not centered. Um, but anyways, uh, who needs to be centered? This is an interesting angle. It will right. allow our audience to get sucked into the cinematography that is "You Shall Not Pass Go." That's right. Did you almost forget the name of our podcast? No, I was reading Matt's <laughs> comment about the sound being good, uh, so my brain stopped for about eight seconds, <laughs> and then I kept going. All right, so uh, so enough jibber jab, yeah. uh, enough chuffa. Let's do let's, this. Let's open these. So we're gonna open the plastic. Oh, uh, but yes, yeah. uh, we should have pre-opened. Oh, you gotta. You got a little wedge in there? Yeah, oh, that's a little good. wedge in there. Um, so, uh, we mentioned, uh, mentioned this before we started recording the cast, but this is actually my first box ever, period. Um, is it just me, or does Snapcaster Mage kind of look like Jace on Lightning? I would say, like, it looks like a weird version. Like, if, uh, if Jason Tezzeret like, had, like, a man yeah, baby? Yeah, or, like, Mark Wahlberg. Like, <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark Wahlberg is Jace, like the Mark mind Wahlberg, sculptor. But, like, Mike Tyson, like, if you look, I mean, I don't know, but if you see kind of like that face, and then he's got a tattoo, it's like, uh, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Matt, we are not, eh, sorry, sorry anyone with OCD. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, yes, my first box, um, I'm excited. Uh, you should be excited. Yeah. It's about time. It is about time. Uh, I hope. I have a lot of oh, cards I'm looking for. I should just say, so Modern Masters 2017 uh, retails in the ballpark. It could be as high as 260 I'm very grateful. I got my box at a price point of $200 from Wild Pigs wow, in Kenilworth. Nice. Yeah. And Jengus. I got mine 220 from Highlander Games in uh, Booton. Yeah. So really, I mean, good value either way. That's right. All right. Support your local game stores. Do it. Here we go. All right. We're going we're gonna to open it up. Uh, this is, uh, for those of you who don't know Magic too well, um, this is not a very common, uh, oh, that's weird to say. This isn't a, a typical box. No. A typical box has how many boosters? 36 boosters, and the price point of a typical box is about $100, give or take. Yeah. Maybe a little more, maybe a little less. But, These boxes, as I said, retail for maybe as high as 260 mm-hmm. and come with only 24 15-card packs yeah. as opposed to 36. So um, um, you're getting less cards, and you're paying more money. But the reason is is because these are staples. These are high-value, very coveted cards. So before we even open a pack... Oh, man, I was uh, ready. All right. That's fine. I just want to uh, 
What is your number one card that you're looking for? It's not even a singular card. I, I'll be honest. I just want to pull more enemy fetches. Fair enough. If I could get... I mean, granted, like, if I had to pick a singular card, the card would be a uh, holographic Tarmogoyf. Okay, well, yeah. Because I mean, I that's also 300-something dollars. But, I mean, <laughs> outside of the Tarmogoyf, I mean, like, it, what do I actually want? I mean, yeah. I want that card just because that would be, like, money in the bank. Mm. Um but I'm really just looking for fetches. Fair enough. I want uh, fetch lines. Me? Uh, I would love a Karen of Souls. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be my... Ooh, that would be nice. Uh, Crater Hoof Behemoth would be real nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And was Doubling Season in this? I don't no, Doubling no. Season to get no. reprinted. Right. Said. But, uh, but if you got one anyway, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. It'd be but really those, good. But Karen of Souls and Crater Hoof would be really nice. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. All right. So, All right. so uh, now... Here we go. Let's go. So, pack number one. <laughs> A lot of foley for this episode. That's all right. I mean, hear it all, guys. Um, I'm not even going to bother going through the commons and uncommons. I don't know about you. No. I think the idea is go to the, go to where the money's at. BTE. Oh well, there goes a fucking mythic already. Really? Bonfire of the Damned. That's about, a shame. What about Jengis? I mean, not not the worst, but <laughs> oh, would have liked something. Phantasmal image. Nice. <laughs> And a foil magma jet. Foil Sky Knight Legionnaire. <laughs> I have a friend who would probably like very much like that. Um, all right. So, pack next two. pack. Here we go. That's right. We're starting starting open. Starting off a little soon. <laughs> then again, you got a mythic, so yours is actually better. But not, like, I mean, of yeah. all the mythics, it's not true. what I want. Here we go. All right. Evil... Oh. Evil twin. Hey, you got a right, fetch. That's right. I got a Fuck fetch. Fuck you. All right. Great. <laughs> Marsh flats. You can't see it. Evil twin. <laughs> Dumbass doppelganger thing. Great. That's uh, good. Foil talent trooper. Yeah, my foil was uh, pilfered plans. Not not, a, not the best. You good for the next pack? Uh, by the way, I don't know how you open packs at home, but to me, proper pack opening technique is you start... You uh, you get your, you get your, right here. You get this going, all right, and then you just start tearing at the top here. And hopefully, it's a nice clean cut. That was not clean. This is a bad example, uh, as you can see, not clean. But <laughs> it makes it easy to put it back together. Uh, put so it you back can, together. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. Like, right. back well, for me, I don't. I don't have all my. Hey, look, it's those guys. <laughs> hey, look, an abrupt decay. <laughs> Obsidat Ghost Council. Ooh. They're a bunch of old <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> a bunch of bunch of old and penny pinching ghosts. You mean uh the Republic Party? We just lost our one viewer. Now. I know our one. Anyways, it was, it was a joke. It's a joke. It's just a joke, bro. It's just a prank. Come on, man. I'm ahead of you here. Pack I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Step your pack I'm game. Goofing. I'm, here we I'm go. goofing when I should be opening. Ooh, what'd you get? A Zer the Enchanter. You're, you're, and a foil goblin guide. Ooh. Yay! Even though he's not really like super expensive, I was another card that I was looking for is Domri Ray, the Planeswalker. Yay! He's my colors. Gruel. This goblin guide, this'll this will fetch me some money, I think. There you go. There you go, buddy. I mean maybe. Who knows? Oh man, I'm getting thirsty. I might take a break, a pause to try to take a sip, but anyways. Ready? Uh, almost. Oh, Oh, you got oh, a goif? No, no. 
But in my mind, just as good. Nope. <laughs> Liliana of the Veil. Very nice. Hell Rider. <laughs> that's nice, damn. Yeah, that's my second one, too. I mean, I got a first one on the original. Okay. So that's still a, a high value card. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. I feel like they also lightened her. Like the I, card doesn't told, seem as I, I read online that there's it. some like there's some inking issues in this set. Like there's some light ink in the set. Interesting. Yeah, right. I wonder if it'll count as a misprint later. Mm. Some people even say, like, get, get a talk to wizards to get actually a better version. Guy is hey, a, that man. dude you just got six seconds ago. Oh, oh and no. now, now it's, it's gone. gone. Hell Rider. It's gone. But Mizium Mortars, man, my red deck's going to be real good. Me <laughs> looking through the cards. So I'm oh. two mythics out. I feel like maybe I'll get lucky and get one more, but that might be it for me. I already have one. So I, I, I feel like you're you're cruising for one more. I would really like a Scalding Tar and Fetchland. It'd be real nice. Alright. Scorching or whatever. Cruel Ultimatum. This is just... Boros Reckoner. Come on. Come on, guys. Come on, box. <laughs> you know, we joked about this. <laughs> what, about a whiff? Yeah. I got a Liliana. I mean, that's, that's true. That's value for me that's right there. for you. And the Goblin guy will fetch me some money. You got a Marsh Flats. I did get a Marsh Flats. And Enemy fetches are good, man. Yeah, Domri is just something I wanted. It's not super expensive. Now, this is a fucking whiff right here. Mm-hmm. Seance. Screw you. Blade Splicer? There's the other whiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Modern Whiff 2017. That's right. That's what we're naming this episode if we don't get better cards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> And you wonder why Wizards doesn't ever grace us with spoilers. That's right. So, like, here you go, guys. Did you, did you hear, like, uh, Wizards this year did, like, some kind of, like, chicanery? Where, like, they um, they gave people the reveals of the cards that affected them most in, like, their play. Oh. Like, I think, like, uh, what was it? The Miracle... Uh, the Miracle Bonfire. Mm-hmm. I think whoever revealed Bonfire lost to that in like a really like a big tournament. That's funny. And it's like, and there's a couple things. There's someone made a, I'll, I'll try to find it. That's pretty time. good. Uh, Restoration Angel. Another mythic, Olivia Voldaren. Oh, look at you. But I mean, that's pretty much, I'm pretty sure that means my mythics are tapped, um, which is a shame. I would have liked the new art, Cavern of Souls or the Snapcaster. Jenga's is just going to get one mythic. You're gonna get three, but they haven't come yet. You gotta wait. Well, actually, you got one. You got the got the Domri. I did get Domri. So I said I'm gonna get one mythic. Hey, there's a fetch land. Misty Rainforest. Not quite the one you're looking for. Still very, very good. Hey, foil seance. That's yeah. fun. There you go. And uh, Arid Mesa. Another fetch. Another fetch. Some fetches. I'm gonna trade you for some fetches, my friend. Oh, cool, cool, cool. I will definitely trade for fetches. That's right, guys. We're wheeling dealing. That's right. <laughs> um, foil seance. I think someone was saying, like, tra- uh, red. No, I was looking at Reddit today. See what the hype was. Mm-hmm. I was seeing, like, someone's like, trade your foil seance for Reddit gold or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's, like, something ridiculous. Uh, clone, nope. <laughs> wow, another, another fetch. fetch. Wish I had this box. I'll roll it in fetches. Vernon Catacombs. Dead Eye Navigator. <laughs> man. Man, oh man. Man, oh man. We got Lily. I did get the Lily, but I almost would have preferred the fetches. 
How many is that? Three? Yeah, you pulled three, man. Damn. That's pretty good. That is good. Maybe this isn't Modern Whiff 2017. No, it's... God damn, man. Fetch. Would you kill me? No. <laughs> I'd be happy. A foil A dom. foil domry. <laughs> And a mind shatter. But still. Gifts on given. A foil Domri. Look at him. Look at that. You wanted wee, one. Now you got two. Wee, wee. One I know, of those real right? shiny. Mind shatter. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Jengus. What you doing? What you, what you, what you going on there? <laughs> Just going to take these out of here so I can yeah. see how many more I have left to strike some gold. I'm, I'm going to keep the mystery going. I'll wait for you. And that doesn't count as a mythic, so you still have two mythics most likely I in that know. box, man. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's a... Miz and Mortars. Damping Matrix. Should that be Dampening Matrix? Damping Matrix? Wizards rolling in enough money, they can make up their own words. <laughs> and a Foil Gruel Guildgate, which is not a common, but, you know, I don't know. Foil lands are fun. Right? I mean, foil anything, there's always some... Listen, here's the thing about foils. Um... You never know who's out there trying to foil out a deck, and when it, you, know, you don't know what they need. I mean, they might need that random common or that yeah. random uncommon. I'll, so I'll, I'll keep take, them. Sell them. Take out. Same thing, right? You want to see? Here, we get some ambience with, with these empty boxes now. <laughs> Hold on, let me uh, go right ahead. Set it up. Some, uh, set up our front, our friend with Snapcaster. Uh, Snapcaster dirt. Snapcaster dirt. I was gonna say, uh, fuck. What did I say? Mark Snapcaster mage. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Snapcaster Mage? How you doing, man? There you go. That's fine. You can Look see that. it on the video. Uh, cool. We'll go pause real quick. Oh, drink break? Drink break. Here we go. This is this is what we normally cut out. Yeah. Ooh, Foley. To good mythics. To Fetchlands. Yeah. It's St. Patrick's Day. These should be beers, bro. They should be beers, but we're not. Oh, Because well. <laughs> I have to drive home. If there's any I time, I am home. You are home. This is Dave's basement, by the way. Yeah. Uh, if you wondered where we were, it's not like got a, it's some not Spider-Man a... <laughs> stuff right there. Some dragon there. Some wow and pop stuff. An it's hourglass over there. Fallout stuff over there. Naruto. Some Naruto. <laughs> some Naruto. <laughs> uh, let's see here. No. Okay. <gasps> oh! Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show the world, Jengis. But damn, I'm touching this as lightly as I can. Tarmogoyf. Craft Digger's Cage. A rare I actually really did want. That's I didn't my own second one. Goyf. Um, the reason I wanted Graft Digger's Cage, I went to a legacy tournament and I lost to Dredge. And this card would have helped. So. Goyf, man. Look at you. That's a that's a box right that's there. That's a box. Foil Domri, oh. another Domri, a Goyf, and then all these fetches. Three I mean, fetches. That's a damn good box. That's a damn good box. Thanks, Wizard. And you just reached value. I did reach value. On the <laughs> not good box, we have Cruel Ultimatum. Uh, another Zer. Another Zer. Zer the Enchanter. Zer, my least favorite commander to play against. And now your <laughs> most favorite commander to build a deck with. No, I would never build a deck. Oh, you know, that's not my style. It's not my style. I don't care. This is real. Yeah. This is real, guys. This is all the crap you don't hear in the podcast that happens. No, we would keep that in. Not always. That's true. Actually, I don't... It's debatable. It's true. 
I don't know what this is going to be like to edit. All right. What'd you get? A fetch, marsh flats. Nice. There you go. Happy. Happy day. Huh? Misty rainforest. A nice fetch. <laughs> Just got a fetch. Can't even. Can't even have my have my little moments. Damn. I wonder if anyone's going to want that goif. Should I sell the goif? If you're not going to use it. I mean, would I use the goif? Like, I don't play uh, I don't know, man. Water. That's up to you. <laughs> like, yeah. There's that. That's okay. <laughs> uh, that's a good commander. Oh, all right. So I got Wart, uh, the Raid Mother. I got Summoning Trap. Summoning Trap. Hey. <laughs> I remember that card. I do remember that card. It's back in pog form. Pog form. Huh. Oh, that's cool. So I can make like a goblin tribal kind of deck. Mm -hmm. Green red goblins. Green red. Green red's my, my colors. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> that's it's a drain eye. <laughs> Stoic Angel. Gifts ungiven. If we both draw the same rare, Yahtzee. <laughs> That'd be funny. Can you imagine that? Like... Oh, yeah. I'm sure it, the odds aren't yeah. as great as you'd think. That's well, not bad. What did I get? What, what did I get? Remind. Even Touch. <laughs> Restoration Angel. Aether Mage's Touch. I'll say it clearly. <laughs> I don't know what that's really about. About five packs left here for me to get a little more fetchy. So far, no like, no bueno. Five? Yeah, you have five. I'm just like, am I ahead? Are you ahead? No, I think we've been bad even. <laughs> yeah. I've been trying to keep it that way. What the fuck is this? The fuck is that? Alright. It's a is goddamn that, boar. Is that an Innistrad? <laughs> it's a goddamn dum-dum. Olvenwald Tracker. Oh, it's our good friend, Dead, Dead Eye Navigator. Navigator. <laughs> a state, uh, a contentious card in uh, Commander. I like Dead Eye. I'm looking at the, the jank. <laughs> the jank. That, I mean, it matters to me because I don't really have as much of a collection as Dave does. Um, it, it matters to me, damn it. Hmm. All right. What do we got here? <laughs> he got the full set of fetches in his box. Full set fetches, scalding time. Pyromancer's essential. <laughs> wow, bro. Wow, bro. I got all his trades. <laughs> Fuck. Maybe I won't get the cards I want after all. <laughs> that was a good valued box, <laughs> man. Hella valued box. Damn. That's hey, That's speaking a of damn, Nation. Yay! Everyone wanted bad. that back. Not too bad. What do you got here? Stoic Angel. Stoic Angel. Stoic. How about we stoic of her? Two left. Two left. I technically still need, well, this possible. Like, two mythics and possible three mythics, or? I think you. It, usually it's two to three per box. You got two already. Yeah. So you probably get at least one more, if, if that. Hmm. Falcon Wrath Aristocrat. <laughs> Falcon Wrath Aristocrat! And there it, it is! It happened! Told you, the odds. <laughs> there they are. 
now we know. It Yahtzee. Yahtzee. There it is. We did it. We, we did the same. Stream's over. Goodbye, everybody. Done. Sick in the last act. How? What are the odds? I, I told you. They're probably not as huge as you think. All right. I guess so, but still. Last like, pack to pull, pack. pull myself foil something goif. awesome. Foil goif. A foil zer the enchanter. Oh, look at that. That's cool. And another goblin guide. Desecration demon. Mm. Mm. All right, so. All right, so. Packs are spent. Packs are spent. We what is your uh, those packs. What is your overall thought on box value? Um. Well, I mean, I think it's a little unfair. Um. This is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rolled lots of nat twenties on this one. Yeah. Um. Not. I mean, technically, I didn't get the cards I wanted. Right. These are like cards that are good value. They're and cards can, that can get you the cards. That, that you exactly. Want. Like that goif will get me things. Right. Um, if I want to do something with that. Right. Uh, you know, all these fetches. Fetches will get you know, your stuff. Fetches will get me stuff. They'll get you a bunch of my <clears> cards is what they'll do. That's right. And, you know, that's good. Yeah. And I got Domri, like I said. You got double Domri. I got double Domri. And I want Dom, Domri's a card that I want in a couple commander decks. Mm -hmm. So... <clears throat> Overall, I would say that I I'm happy with what I got. I feel like I got good value out of this, mm -hmm. um, and plus I got all these commons and uncommons that I don't probably have. Uh, you know, a couple lands that I probably don't have that I could fill into like some commander decks, and you know, overall. I like it. What about you, David? Um, you know, I'm a little disappointed only because my main thing, it wasn't even Mythics. I just, I wanted more fetches. And I got, what, two? Yeah. I got two, which isn't too bad. Not necessarily what I wanted. I wanted a Scalding Tarn. That was my fetch of choice for my Legacy deck. Um, but all in all, not too bad. I mean, I pulled the Lily, and the Lily is worth some some good money mm -hmm, right now. Mm -hmm. um, Foils are the Enchanter, which would have made me really happy back when I had Azur deck. That's right. Um, is it going to come I back? No, no. In fact, actually, I mean, if anything, I might try and sell this because this is good. This oh, yeah. Is Commander. Commander fodder. People um, people want to make foil commanders, man. Right. So, I mean, if they want to foil Azur, I've got... I've got what you need. He's got it. Um, and then the Goblin Guides. I mean, Goblin Guides. Two Goblin Guides. And the one of them's Foil. So, I mean, between the Foil Guides um, and the Lily and getting a couple fetches, I mean, am I 100% happy? No. Obviously, I would have preferred getting a full set of fetches or more Scalding Tarns. But getting the Damnation, um, I only own one of those. It's nice to get another one of those. Um, like I said, the foil rares are great, and then the lily is always good to see. So, I mean, in terms of value, I feel like between what I got, I probably made my value on your box. I think you definitely hit value on your I, box. I probably between Goyf hit value. and the fetches, I think, alone, you, yeah. you've exceeded what you paid. Even um, – so, And like I said, really, ultimately, the reason you buy a box, you don't buy a box to get the rares and the mythics. Well, you sometimes you I do. I mean, sometimes you do. But ultimately, you buy the box because you want to have the commons and uncommons. Because you you want to have it for your set in case you know because no all right well you know I mean this is this is you for me like I've got Dave's got a collection I've got a collection so the majority of these commons and uncommons like I have did the camera move I I don't know did I move did you move <laughs> anyways um, I I just feel like you know for me um, I do buy it for the rares and the mythics because the fact of the matter is is there's a better chance of me getting the value for my money through here than mm -hmm. it would be to buy these cards individually. I mean, um, a Scalding Tarn pre this set being released, um, I think I checked like a week ago and Scalding Tarns were still like at like 70 or 80 bucks. Wow. Maybe they dropped oh to my 60. God. Um, so 
if you figure like that alone plus a hundred dollar goif, I mean like if those are two cards you want, you're already paying one hundred and sixty dollars for forty more dollars. You'd get a box. That's so true. I mean like really like. Are you going to get the cards you want in that box? No. Clearly, if you pay the the money specifically, you will get the cards that you specifically want. For me personally, I, 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 I'd I rather take my chances and, we're not all, and trade what I got in here for the cards that I want. <laughs> I'm going to say we're not all nat 20 David Marconi getting every single mm-hmm. mythic and rare he wants from Aether Revolt. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, did, that did work out in my favor. So maybe this is, maybe this is the rebound of that's that. That's right. But like you're, I said, I'm not – it's not even that – it's not even that it's bad. Like my my box rares, I I mean I I really do have nothing to complain about. It's just it's more work for me to change these into the things that I was looking for than it would have been for me to just pack them. Yeah. Um. But you know it's still a good I think it's a good pull. I, I think, think so. But I definitely think I mean pull of the night. Yes. Full set of fetches. Full set of fetches. And foil Domri. Yeah. Regular Domri. I mean not that the regular the, one, the, foil, the foil one. Foil is nice. Is nice. And then the and then the goif and then the goif. I mean, goif is just um, goddamn. I never even thought I joked like goif. You know, like <laughs> you always do. You always joke about that foil goif. <laughs> That's true. You know, I had a uh, I had a student today in uh in in class, and as he's walking out of class, I was telling him, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna pick up my modern masters box," and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." And I was like, "Great." Well, um. He was telling me that he went to a draft mm-hmm. last night and somebody drafted a foil goif. Oh my god! And I was just Did like, he cry. I just, I was <laughs> like, oh man, like that's <laughs> you can't. I don't, I don't. How do you function? I don't know. I don't even that's, know. I don't know myself. That's nuts. It is nuts. But um, but yeah, I mean, what? I mean, just trying to think, like, what? I mean, how long was that? <laughs> That alone was 28 minutes. That's our really? magic section right there. That's our ma- pretty you want to talk anymore? I mean, like... I mean... I mean, there's really nothing else, I there's guess. Not, there's not real much magic I news. mean, Ket, it's on the horizon. Yeah. We should start... I mean, what? We that's already, that's we, April? We already tried to predict that in the last cast. Yeah. So, I mean, like, really, in terms oh, but, but of... there's a bit more information now. I mean, kind of. We got to see, like... We, we know that there's gods. We know that there's god cards. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, really, the magic news... Here's a little magic news for you. Dave, can you hand me that D, uh, your Planeswalker thing? Uh, we said this in the last cast. No, I have a little bit of news for you. Oh. So, I went to PAX East recently, uh, which we'll probably talk about more in the, 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 the main cast. The main cast. But I found out from a vendor, because I was looking for this. I was looking for this or something like this. Because I figured, hey, someone's going to make something like this. Uh, no, because the person who designed this... Has the patent out on it, and he is not letting anyone else reproduce this. Isn't that so stupid? Does he work for Wizards? I don't know if he works for Wizards or they hired him out, but like he has the patent on this design. Until that patent runs out, you will never see this outside of Magic product. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's solid. I, I, I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> I was this close to buying a Commander's Arsenal just so I could get it. But was per- there one at PAX? There was one. How much were they selling it, it for? It was expensive. How expensive? Um, I think it was like, it was over $100 or something like that. I mean, so was it originally. Yeah. That's not too bad. But I, I mean, if it was like... It was... It was but I was, still, talking? I was still hesitant about it. Yeah. And when I came back around, it was sold. Yeah. I was like, mm. But... Uh, Limited print, man. That's true. But anyways, there was actually, I probably should have bought it. Anyways, regrets. <laughs> uh, it was an expensive weekend. As it is. I bet. Um, but yeah, uh, beyond that, I think that'll do it for our magic section. Yeah, I mean, um, if you enjoyed, obviously, listening to what we had to say here, 
or if you're coming back to watch this after hearing the podcast, one way or another, the thing you didn't hear or see, go hear or see that thing. That's right. For those of you who honestly don't really care about our magic section and skip it to go to D&D and board games, you should probably listen to the cast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, though, we are... I think I'm entertaining. Yeah, I, I think I, yeah. I think Dave's entertaining. I like to look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thanks for tuning in yes. to our Facebook Live, uh, Modern Masters 2017. We'll probably do something again like this for Amonkhet, at yeah. least, if not anything else in between. Just because it's so easy to we go just on. do more live things. Yeah. This is fun. I think so, too. This is good. All one viewer, Matt. <laughs> it's fine. You know what? We do it for it's it's a it's late, uh, b it's St. Patrick's Day. That's true. <laughs> that is just to true. date this. Um, right, it is St. Patrick on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah. I think people are getting hammered while we're talking about nerd yeah. stuff. They're probably like <laughs> geek stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're looking at their uh, looking at their phones. They're just like, oh yeah, I don't want to look at this right now. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> or I got, I got drinking probably, to do. They're probably at their Modern Masters drafts right now. Yeah. So what Jenkins is saying is the chips are stacked against us, and really the whole world wanted to see our cast, but it's just there's there's excuses right. to make mm-hmm. us feel better. That's right. And people will probably watch us after the fact. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. We'll yeah. see. Hey, goif. <laughs> um, but whether you're watching live, Matt, or anybody else, and thank you for the comments, um, please, please, please. Comment below. We right. love to hear from you. Uh, we love to get feedback. So even if you're watching this past this live event, um, we would still love to hear your comments, yeah. and we'll address. And them if there's on something air. else you want to see us do on Facebook Live, let us know. It's easy. Yeah, it's, it's not really hard easy. for us to do we can this. Play a game. Yeah, we can do anything. Yeah. Anyway, we could rule the world. Yeah, we can right here. A, we can even get a boat. We could be a boat. <laughs> it could be a boat. Um, so, so moving on to Dungeons and Dragons. That's right, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, um, our favorite board game. <laughs> Mystic. Mystic was re-released. That's right. Uh, so so playtest. Well, it was a playtest before. It was just kind of bare bones. But now this is a full release yeah. of like as if it were coming straight from Player's Handbook Two or yeah. wherever they're going to put all this stuff. Because you know, God only knows, like. What it's actually, uh, what it's actually coming from? Yeah, um, but they're like, this is like, hey, this is the entire cl- uh, ca- uh, class. So how about you uh, play test it for us and beta test this, uh, you you geeks? <laughs> um, I mean, I guess. Look, I I didn't know if psionics was a popular thing. I always thought it was interesting to have, like, you know, mind powers and. Essentially, a way of casting spells in a, a different, unique way. Yeah. Um, but I always felt a lot of resistance from from who from our our groups. Yeah. Like I always just felt like people were very like resistant. That's, towards I think it's psionics. because there was always a uh, there was always a stigma that science was broken in some way. Oh, it was. Yeah. In three five, in definitely. Three, five. I, I think, think that's and that stigma has kind of like kept with it through four. Yeah. Um. But who knows if the 5e uh, psionic, well, mystic, uh, I guess. They're not really calling it psionic. No. I mean, it's called psionic powers, but the class is just mystic. That's right. Um, But uh, just some, you know, we can go through. Do you want to go through it? I mean, I was just going to summarize. Okay. But, I mean, all in all, there's six different 
um, disciplines, I think they call them. Yeah, mystic to, orders. Yeah, mystic orders that you can kind of go through, and each one has a different flavor depending on the style that you're looking for to play with. Um, <laughs> it could be the Order of the Avatar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But all in all, they're, they're, it's it's classic psionics again. There's psi points. You use them. You pump them into abilities. And you cast spells that are not spells. Yep. Um, uh, some things that I like, uh, you know, little flavor bits. Uh, they throw out, like, similar to, uh, I don't know, the Warlocks had something like little flavor or the Sorcerer. I think it was Sorcerer. Sure. They have like a little bit of flavor or something you roll on. Also, Monk has it. They have Monk has their disciplines. Like you, you, you fat or you fat. You don't eat meat or like something like that. Right. Um, mystics have quirks. Yeah. And you can roll on quirks. Uh, and some of them are fun. Like you never cut your hair. Uh, you <laughs> or you always wear a mask. Or you refuse to light fires. And it's like, uh, it's they're fun. Yeah, I mean, little role play things. I, I like it. Uh, I mean, you know, it's, sometimes it's a little like forest, but I mean, hey, it's they have a random chance on it. So I would rather just like someone roll it random and then they have to role play it, you know? Yeah. And that's that's fun. Um, I kept saying fun. No. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but, uh, but all in all, it uh, looks really cool. I would love to play a Mystic. Um, just to like try it out because I've never played, I'll be honest. I never played a psionic class before. I mean, maybe I dabbled in it like once. They, they come, <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is they're, they're a trip because they're coming with their own rule set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you're playing a mystic, you're not just like picking up a this character. Is, this is 28 are, pages. Yeah. This is a, one class, 28 pages. It's, it's a lot. And mm. you have to be prepared to understand and, and know it. Not to mention it gives... Your DM some reading to do because they have to understand and and make sure that you're on the same page. You understand mm-hmm. what's going on in the game. Um, I feel it, it kind of changes up the changes up the meta, so to speak. Yeah, because I mean, you have someone who can bypass you know, your general spell exactly casting. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I would love to. Um, I'm a little built in telepathy. Yeah, I'm I'm a little D and D deprived right now, so I think I think we need to get some sort of a game going soon. Yeah. Um, but all in all, I think the Mystic class is worth checking into if Psionics is something you wanted to ever do. I mean, I am always, I always love Psionic characters. Um, you know, Kimuriel from the Dritzt books is a Psionic character. And yes, he is. He's always very interesting. Um, but I, I, I don't have too much to say about it. I, I feel like you know, it was. It's fun to look at. It's interesting to do. I'd, I'd want to play it first before I really give. A hardened opinion. Sorry, I was just looking at one of the uh, one of the uh, disciplines uh, that they have here, and it's the bestial form. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> you transform your body, gaining the traits of different beasts. You can get bestial claws. You can become you can become like the Wolverine, Dave. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, I mean, <laughs> no, keep going. <laughs> why not just be a druid? I suppose so. Was that you trying to segue into Logan? Yeah, I was trying to help you out, buddy. I was trying to be like, speaking of Wolverine, have you seen Logan? Well, speaking of Wolverine, <laughs> have you seen Logan? Why, yes, David, I have. Movies are not usually our podcast forte, but I I do feel like we should talk slightly about Logan. Mm. Just because, I mean, if you're... 
if you're a nerd like us, it does kind of go along with our podcast, especially because later on in our board game section, you'll figure out why. That's true. Right. Which would have been a more natural segue. Perhaps. But, but I, that's okay. I jammed it in there. You just jammed it into D&D. <laughs> we're mid-D&D. That's right. Um, we're going to finish D&D. All right, we'll finish D&D. We'll and round then, back. And we'll round back. We'll round back after D&D, and that'll segue into our board game. Boom. There we go. Boom. Look at that. Die roll the nine. Um, <laughs> Any par- parting thoughts with Mystic? Um, like I said, uh, I really want to. You know, I, I I skimmed it when I uh, when it first came out. Skimming it again now. Uh, I really would love. Like I said, I would love to play this. Uh, I would. I don't know where I'll find a game that I can play this, but like, uh, I would. You know, it's cool. I, I mean, like, it's 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 kind of like Avatarish. It's kind of like uh, it's kind of anime in a little bit in a little way. Um, and, you know, just not having to sign, you know, it's cool. I want to play it. Yeah. Um, so it's different. It is different. Moving on. Um, D&D Beyond was announced. Yeah. So remember, wait, what was the first incarnation that they did? Oh, I don't remember. It, it was, was like, like the D&D, like, like, oh, God, I forgot. But they, so D- D&D tried to make a companion app before. Yeah. Um, they worked with a company. To um, to make try to make something that was going to be released on iPad, PC. It was going to be something that you could use to work w- with your campaign, a digital companion, similar to uh, the old three point five or four. Was it four or three point five? Well, three point five had Red Blade, which was Red Blade. That's, that was independent. No, the but one. Hero Lab, Hero, uh, no, no, is what I use. The, the Wizards one that you got for being a D and D insider. I don't know if you remember. Oh that. yeah, that was just like a random. Yeah, but it had the books. Uh, it was like. I think it was just D&D Insider. No, it's true. D&D Insider. And you can make characters on it. It was web-based. But it lived on the web. So it wasn't very useful uh, because we didn't really have a lot of devices like that. that We could just carry around with us. Um, But now they're coming back uh, in POG form with... um, It's the second time we've said that. I think that's the episode title. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, With D&D Beyond. Uh, D&D Beyond... From what it seems like, it's just it's another companion app. Yeah. I mean, not More, to say another it, it companion looks, app. I mean, it looks streamlined. It looks crisp. Um, it doesn't look dated like a lot of the other companion apps did. No. Um, it looks very modern in terms of just the way it was designed. Uh, it allows you to create characters that you can use cloud-based, cross-platform, um, and has quick reference tools to their official compendiums of their books and whatnot. And plus, it's official, yeah. so it can use the official sources. It and can not use have the to official work, languages. And you don't have to use, like, sneaky backwards. Like, like Hero Lab that I've been using <laughs> with, like, sneaky user-created content that yeah. they upload the entire everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it, it will be nice. It sucks that, like, I paid for a Hero Lab license for 5e, but yeah. um, if you were looking to be a part of the... Uh, the beta. The beta. You can sign up now mm-hmm. on the D&D Beyond website. Uh, yeah, it'll probably still be going. It looks like they, uh, right now it's going to be the basic rules in the beta, but even then, uh, the whole interface will be there. Right. So you get a taste. Are they going to charge it all, or did they say it was free? Yeah, I think they're going to do like a, a premium, kind of like you get the basic rules, but then you can buy the add-ons for the additional stuff. Do you think but it's they, gonna... did, they said they were going to do an a la carte kind of situ- uh, situation Ugh. where if you wanted like fighter stuff, you could buy fighter stuff. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. 
my my perfectly honest opinion. Uh, I really don't like what they're doing. Uh, I wish they did it another way, but it makes sense the way that they're doing it. I I would have preferred either like a one time buy similar to Hero Lab, or a cheap monthly license. Yeah, like Mo- five dollars a monthly. Monthly, I would pay monthly for that. Yeah, if it was good. If it was good, pay. but I mean, it also depends on the price point. Like, I would pay a good five dollars yeah. a month to mm-hmm. have access to D and D, even with my limited D and D play right now. Um, ten would be pushing it more than ten. I'd probably be like, I'll buy it for the month that I'm actually going to use it, and mm-hmm. then I'd stop. Uh, I mean, it definitely looks like they're looking to roll this out this year. So we'll have, you know, maybe we'll get some hands-on with it uh, by the time we record next, um, even just to, like, poke around in the beta, uh, and we'll report back as to what we think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, uh, good on Wizards. I mean, we need it because there isn't, like, one good app. I mean, there's, like, a couple I, other. I, I mean, mean, let me put it this way. I have been completely happy and satisfied with Hero Lab. Granted, I don't use Hero Lab mobily. You can if you have an iPad. They don't have an iPhone app. But you could use Hero Lab. Like, you can transfer your characters to your iPad. But I just personally like having a printed character sheet. And for that much, I mean, Hero Lab on the computer, you can download, like, you know, the basic, like, open gaming license rules. And then... Fill in the fill in the gaps. Use so legally they can't publish any wizards content, but users can publish custom content. Custom content that may or may not look like stuff from the uh, player's handbook, right? Like <laughs> there, are, it, it's a it's a weird legal way to skirt around it. So players have created, and it's easy to find on their forums, um, an entire kit that just it gets updated regularly with all the most recent rules and books. So I essentially already have an app that does exactly what this app is going to do, but if Wizards does it in a way that is somehow more streamlined, or I feel like more—I mean, pictures are nice. Having pictures having would be nice. having access to a digital monster manual and being able to pull up pictures—oh, that would be like, that's, amazing. That's great. Um, so I do feel like there could be pieces of it that might make me want to make the switch. But not having to pay any money right now and getting, I mean, for character creation at least, like yeah. Hero Lab is the way to go. It's true. Um, for me, because I already have it. If I didn't already have it, I mean, then it would just be a toss. I mean, I'm using uh, I'm using a dinky app called D&D Fight Club. Mm-hmm. It's free, though. Uh, and once again, people have made custom rule sets. So you have all the, the, the stuff, the content. Um, but I would love just something clean. Mm-hmm. And easy to use. Mm-hmm. So I can just be like, ah, and cloud-based. Because mm-hmm. I would love to be like, oh, I don't have my iPad, but I have my phone. Uh, I have my character right here, you know? Right. Or I have my laptop so I can have a bit more, you know, uh, if I'm playing like on a, in a uh, online game. Right. It's like, ah, uh, here's my, you know, here's my character on. I mean, if you're playing in an online game at that point, really, you should be using Roll20. Yeah. but Yeah, but it'd be nice to have... I, I just think it's nice to have the the portable aspect of it is nice. Yeah. Because D&D is one of those things that it's hard to do impromptu. It's hard to just be like, hey, let's randomly have a game. But if, if you if have it, your if character if on you. If it fills in and gives you prompts like Hero Lab does for like each level you get, yeah. that would be great. It would be great. That would be that would be really nice because yeah. then you can – you if know. you have to do it manually, uh, I I would say forget it. Yeah, almost. I mean, why because, even? There's better options because out then there. you st- still need like the books with you anyway. Mm-hmm. Like it's got to be, it's got to just show you the options you can take. Self contained. Yeah. And, yeah. So anyway, D and D Beyond, you can check D&D that Beyond. out. Check it out. Google and, it. 
And then uh, to kind of round out our D&D section for the month, we are doing round three, right. two? I believe it's round three. Round three of random NPCs. <laughs> I feel like we're a cheesy late show. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? With like our, our standard like, you know... Or, or you know, a segments, podcast. I guess with segments. But you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I was just harping on late shows for this like an hour ago. But whatever. Random NPCs. Random NPCs. Let me go first. Sponsored by uh, Heat Tap. <laughs> Sponsored by Foil Tarmogoyf. Um Neither of us got one. Uh, I will go first. Go ahead. I will roll the things. Here roll. I go. Uh, more delicious Foley work. 14. 14. Nah. Nah. 10. Mm, more. <laughs> oh. No more. <laughs> if, you get, if you get a one, it's just no more. Oh, come on. No more. No more. Well, you see, David, he was a. <laughs> <laughs> he was once a Marvel character. That's right. He was. <laughs> Namorai, Namorai, Namorai. God, it's so hard to not make him name. So do it. <laughs> make a D and D Namor. Oh, I've got one. Okay. Um, Namorai is a elven druid, um, but his clan, uh, not so much being part of the the woods. Did I use this character before? Maybe. Are you sure? I don't know. Huh? It sounds familiar. Um. He, instead of being of the woods, his was a clan of uh, sea, sea elves, pretty much. And being a druid, he took on uh, sea creatures so he could become like a dolphin or a whale or like a, or, or a seal or something like that. Or like maybe like a seagull if he had like a flying form. Um, and he fights pollution in the seas. Uh, of elemental variety, elemental pollution. As the elemental plane uh, rips into the ocean, he is the only protector who could stop it. <laughs> Great. Namorai. Namorai. I will call that, what can I say except you're welcome? <laughs> <laughs> That's why it sounds so familiar. Yeah. You didn't realize you were just going Moana right there? What are you talking about, Dave? It's my original character. Yeah. Okay, great. It's my OC. You cannot... Please do not steal. All right. So, uh... (laughs) I was going to say, I don't want to interrupt you. I was going to be like, does he have a giant fish hook? That's why you were smiling so much. (laughs) Uh, He's Uh, just an ordinary demi-guy. Come on. Yeah, he's a demi-guy. Uh, 17, I got re, or re, depending on the pronunciation. 3, del, radel. Radel. And 8, r, radeller. Hmm. Radeller's definitely a half-elf, because mm-hmm. his parents couldn't decide to give him, like, a human name or an elven <laughs> name, so they kind of mixed it up, and it became radeller. It's like Regdar and Eller. Mm. Um, radeller's a half-elf. I, I imagine his goatee is quite, um... Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic half-elf. <laughs> classic half-elf. Goatee, short hair, earrings, um, hoops, of course, silver. Um, but the thing about Rodeller is there's nothing special about him. <laughs> he is your average person. Like, puts his pants on one leg at a time type of guy. Uh, 
has been criticized his whole life because of his heritage. Um, isn't welcome in elven lands and humans find him weird because his ears are a little too pointy for their liking. Uh, so clearly an outcast of sorts. Uh, Rodeller tends to then get into trouble, um, trying to constantly prove himself. He uh, goes about his time trying to uh, do crazy stunts that will gain him favor with some form of either humanity or the elven kin that he wishes to be a part of. And inevitably, it just never goes right for him. He always gets close and it's like something is goes wrong or he'll succeed and then he won't get the credit for it. Like he'll get the killing blow on a dragon. And then as people walk up, like he's just like, you know, slightly to the left of the dragon. And, you know, Billy, the other elf is to the right of the dragon. People are like, Billy, congratulations. You killed the dragon. And Rodeller's like, what? Uh, uh, what? So, yeah, it's a sad story. Poor Rodeller. I feel bad for this guy. Yeah. Yeah. What would you name it? I was going to call it The Legend of Billy. Legend of Billy. <laughs> Featuring Rodeller. Featuring Rodeller. Supporting cast in his own story. Uh, nice. Go ahead. That'd be cool. That'd be a funny movie, actually. Yeah, right? Like, just have a whole, like, main plot. Like, the, the main character is the person that's always off. Is, this, is, this has, to have, been has done. to have been done. I mean, there's only so many things in Hollywood. Six is... Bay. Bay. Three. Three. Dell. <laughs> Bedell. Bedell. Adele's older sister. Fifteen. Fifteen. Id. Bedellid. 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 <laughs> I said it three times. He shows up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um Bedellid. Hmm. It's a weird name. Yeah. So was Rodeller. Uh, yeah. But they're I mean, married. Fidelity is like who ends her who ends her kid's name in id? Um, Someone with a strong ego. That's true. Ooh, no, I got it. Uh uh. <laughs> Did you just get that ego joke? Wait, what? Nothing. Go ahead. Right. Sorry. Um <laughs> Bedellid. Uh he is a uh Oh wait, we don't have a random race generator. Uh is a human. Um who hmm, We're I not got, getting very far on this no, one. No, no, I'm sorry. It just doesn't we, nothing got comes a human. to me. He's a human who um a human who um uh he's a human who is I mean, I'm just like something with beds. It's like <laughs> He's an innkeeper. Uh, Bedeller is an in Bedellid. It's Bedellid. Bedellid. I wish it was Bedeller. <laughs> was no, Bedellid. Was, mine was Rodeller. I know. Yours is Bedellid. Bedellid, uh He's an innkeeper who runs the the greasy, uh, the greased up man inn. <laughs> um, it's an inn that's for non-humans, though. Uh so that's why, because normally an inn would be like the green dragon or the lonely goblin. It's the greased up human. Uh, <laughs> so this is this is uh, he lives in an area that's only uh, that's only uh, whose only population is non humans. So you got elves, orcs, you know the whole bedazzle, uh, bedell, <laughs> uh, the whole bedell. Um, 
And he, it, this is just a whole story about the the only human among non-humans, and they they <laughs> they make fun of him for his non-muscles and his small ears and, <laughs> and his non-sharp teeth. Mm. Uh, and it's kind of like a weird, like this is you know he's he's the fantastical one among all these fantastical creatures. Interesting. Yeah, I'd call that. It's not easy being not green. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Mm, yes. Mm. <laughs> My name is Bedella. My name is Bedella the Incomity Frog. And Bedella here. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's not easy being not green. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with a 15, which is O. O. Another 15. <laughs> Sark. Osark. And a 2. Uh, Osarka. That's nice. That's a good name. That's this a, is that's a half work. That's definitely. No <laughs> Osarka. Osarka is a female half-orc. She has one arm, and with her other arm, she swings a very large greatsword. Um, so I would say it would be her left arm that's missing, and she's she's a righty, I'm feeling. Mm. And Osarka, um, she, she's, her, her one arm that she has is just so ginormous because of this huge sword she swings around. Um, she has short cropped hair and a mohawk. And uh, I'd say a scar that goes across one eye and down her nose. She's just like, she's like, you know, that stereotypical badass. Um uh, I see her in like leather armor, probably a barbarian. She rages. Um, and the thing is, is... It's not that her life is filled with tragedy. It's just that she's not one to give up. Her scars on her body, her arm missing, these are all what she considers her trophies. Her personal claims to the victories that she's lived through and what she's sacrificed to win. So when she rages, her blind rage will drive her to her victory, to her winning battle, despite any personal cost to herself and she's become so battle-hardened and she's so far down the barbarian path that now it's actually harder for her to get wounded and being that it's harder for her to get wounded she goes into even rougher situations things that are beyond her means to defeat yearning for one more scar one more trophy to show just how good she is at what she does osarka hmm wow yeah, that's a good character. That a good I'm character. gonna play that character someday. <laughs> Osaka. So that movie will be. I was feel like <laughs> it's like Mad Osaka Fury Road. Yeah, right. <laughs> or like Beyond Slender. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. One more each. Go ahead. One more each. Give me something good. All ones. Nine. Nine. Uh, fa. Fa. Mulan. <laughs> fa Mulan. Three. No. No. That was Del again, in case you were wondering. Another nine. Lim. Fa Lim. Fa Lim. Fa Mulan. Fa Lim. Seven N. Fa, fa, fa Liman. Fa Liman. <laughs> fa Liman. Fa Liman. Fa Liman. Uh, ooh, okay. Uh, fa Liman. I like that name. Yeah, it's a nice one. Uh, I, no, I probably wouldn't have. Eh, maybe. Um, Falamon. 
Uh, he is he she. I should probably do. I've been doing all dudes. Hmm. She's uh, one of the two blue wizards. Gandalf forgot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Falamon the blue. Uh, Falamon is a wizard who lives. <laughs> uh is a wizard. Uh, but she is one who lives in a in a desert uh desert world of desert continent really. Um, so it's you know she's not your normal like big robe wearing wizard she more like she dresses light uh she doesn't wield a staff but she wields a wand uh but she wields that wand with you know it's her magic focus so it's just as powerful as any other item she has Mm -hmm. or any other item like a normal wizard would have Mm -hmm. um she she the way she gets around the the desert continent uh is through a magic boat uh or like it's not really a boat it's more of a skiff uh that she rides through the desert uh and she uses her magic to to move it along to 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 magically move it along mm-hmm. uh kind of like almost like a sailboat on the sea um and she's trying to the, the continent's so vast she's never seen the ocean so she's trying to get to one side of it to uh, to see what else there's there other than sand did I do another thing? No one knows how far I'll go. I've already named it. Oh, God damn it. I did it you again. You were on a Moana kick, I my friend. So. I guess so. I listen to that soundtrack a lot. Yeah. That was, it was just like, it got, it was sort of moana to begin with. And then the moment you were like, she's always wanted to go to the ocean. I was like, done. You sealed it. You sealed it. Stamped. Done. Falamon is just D&D Moana. <laughs> I shrugged if anyone did. No one can see that, but I was just like, damn. 16. Pa. Pa. Four. Far. Pa 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 far. Another elven ass name. I like that. Pa far. Pa not an elf. Pa far is a tiefling. Oh my. Yeah. Pa far is a tiefling. Who was born into a clan of warlocks, but inept at using arcane abilities, and surprisingly could not forge a pact with any any greater being. Wow! What they it, usually want like people by the boatload. Yeah, but something is strange. For some reason, no demon, no fey, nothing, nothing, no elder god would take. Perfarel's, I almost like the name, Perfarel's soul or servitude, and therefore Perfarel quickly became shunned by um, his his tiefling brethren. So Perfarel had to travel and was very much uh, prejudiced against wherever he went. Seeing a tiefling, seeing something that is mixed with devil, um, puts people at, you know... On guard. And so it took a while for him to overcome that portion of his life. And even now, he hasn't really overcome it so much as he's dealt with it in an amicable, um, very pleasant way. But all he's tried to do is be good at something. Pafara has not found that thing yet. And that was what his journey is about. Finding what his place is. Finding out what his skill set, what thing he's good at is because he can't fight and he can't cast magic and 
He's definitely not a good thief. So he's really just at a loss. Who is he? Where is he going? What does he do? He tries to do, I guess, what you would consider good in the world. But with such little meager means, it comes off as sort of like that sidekick that sort of roots for things to happen, but can't really get anything done himself. Always searching, always trying to find his place in the world. Pafaro. Hmm. Interesting. I was going to give like the twist that the reason why Noah would make a pack with him is because he was like a greater demon reborn. Yeah. <laughs> because Bafaro is actually a greater devil reborn. It's uh, Asmodeus. No. Yeah. Uh, um, Bafaro. Uh, I don't know. It was like, it was like, I could put, be a bit more on the nose, but like the search for, the search for meaning. <laughs> sure. Search for meaning. I, I was, like it. But I was going to be like, kind of like, the tiefling no one loves the tiefling bumble <laughs> uh so there you go folks yeah that's... three new npcs for your npc arsenal that's right well no well six oh, six excuse six. me six. six new npcs yeah because we both did a set correct uh enjoy those three pairs there you we actually, go that's you actually say actually you know i will say this though days were probably a lot better you got three <laughs> Three solid ones and three NPCs. <laughs> I think I, I really think I really think the the solid one was definitely just Osarka. Yeah, so Osarka was yeah. good. Osarka was a that was a solid character. Yeah. Um. So now, like we said, moving uh, on to, to Logan. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, it's a very awkward point to put it, but hey. Yeah. This is not you know YSNPG is not usually about movies, uh, movies but. As nerds, as geeks, as, <laughs> as people geeks. who who indulge in this culture. That's right. Um, I feel like it is, especially with the board game we're going to review, and he's kind of staring me in the face right now. I see a good, nice, good picture of Logan. Um, I feel like it's almost necessary. Oh. I just want to talk about this movie so bad. Okay. Um, let me start by saying... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, let me continue by saying... That was such a fucking good movie. It was a really good movie. Um, it was not just a good superhero movie. And I know this is cliche. People have said this hundreds of times. Uh, it's not just a good superhero movie. It is, in fact, just a good movie. Yeah. I would say anyone could really watch this and be like... I mean... I, you, you need you to need, know. I, mean, like, I think you need... I told... People have asked me, students, other just friends... You know how much do you need to know? Because I know people that haven't seen X Men franchise, I mean, and I said if you a have a limited, of, they do a fair amount of exposition, though. I, I said this: if you have a limited understanding or of any understanding of just the basic principle of who Wolverine is, and the basic principle of who Charles Xavier is, I was like, the rest of it is all in the movie. You know, I would say, yeah. Um, I, I do. Still, I, I still do think like, the casual viewer would still I, enjoy. I still it. think you can go in blind. And still enjoy it. Because if you don't know who they are, it's Logan is uh, an angry dude with claws. And Professor Xavier is a somewhat senile dude whose brain could kill people. Right. You know? I guess that's true. And, like, you get that. It's clear. It's not like, you know... You don't need to know that Professor Xavier was once the the headmaster of Xavier's school. No, I mean what I what I was saying when I said like rudimentary basic understanding. Just I what mean, their powers under, are. Yeah, understanding that Logan has an adamantian skeleton like, and and there was a time where he could heal almost instantaneously. Like I said, I think they do a good job with exposition. I um, guess, even though like some of it's like really like on the nose. Like Caliban's like 
and uh, Me, uh, I don't know. Who's like? It doesn't matter. The fact that your wounds don't heal as quickly anymore, yeah. or like you know. Uh, Regardless, yeah. it is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of great character performances. Yeah, I Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart for their last yeah. go. I mean, we said spoiler alert. I'm yeah. just going to say it again: spoiler alert. So. Clearly, if you, I if mean, they said. Well, I mean, they've said publicly that these are the last times they're going to be reprised. No, but I'm going to say the reason why. Okay. I mean, and the reason why it might not be as well. <laughs> so, I mean, the reason why is once again third time spoiler alert. So, if you didn't guess already, I mean, everybody this, assumed. Yeah. But if you didn't guess already, this is um, like third act. Like this. Like is, this is the movie. Yeah. Um, they both die. Yeah. And it is incredibly sad. Both, both, of in, both in their own way, mm-hmm. the way in which they go. Um, but I, I, you know, the fun fact is, is like, I really do feel like there is a small bit of chance, more so for Hugh Jackman than there is for Patrick Stewart to come back. Um, I know this isn't really talking about like what I liked about the movie, but just on the note, once again, spoiler. So um, as comic fans know, X-23 is Laura this you know and yeah. normally is a clone of Wolverine in this she's version still, she's still technically a clone she's not really though yeah I know she's his she in this she's more his daughter yeah it she was implanted into an egg and the egg was implanted into her mother like she yeah. she wasn't a tube baby that's true she was born um so in this she's more of his daughter but X24 is a, a clone a little clone they a tried clone. to they tried is, to make another Wolverine from scratch and they did and it's and it's also played by Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Um, without the aged makeup, it's just Hugh Jackman in it's, in Hugh Jackman form. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing that bothered me. Um, in the third act, when they face off against, you know, they they almost quite literally pull the Chekhov's gun. Um, <laughs> it really was literally Chekhov's gun. Yeah. Except like just they stripped it down to Chekhov's bullet. Yeah. Um, they but introduced then, an adamantium bullet in the beginning of the It had uh, movie. significance, though. It did. And then in the end, they use it. I mean, the moment they introduced it is the moment I knew it was going to be used to kill an adamantium enemy. I didn't of know course. who the enemy was going to be yet, but like I knew that that's yeah. where it was going. Um, what bothered me, though, is that he says that this is the only thing that can kill him, this adamantium bullet. Yeah. But that's not true. That's I not you true. Can, you can cut off his head. And... You can cut off his head. You can dist- you can smash his brain to bits. And I mean, if we're going comic book form here, as long as he defeats the Grim Reaper, he comes back. <laughs> um, but he, so he heals from anything. His brain would have healed. So X twenty four might not really be dead. Yeah. Um, the only time Wolverine was straight up stopped by an adamantium bullet was from X-Men Origins Wolverine, that really crappy movie. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't that he died. It's that the adamantium bullet pierced his skull and got stuck in his brain and his brain couldn't force the the bullet out so it prevented him from healing fully. Mm -hmm. So more of like paralyzed him and incapacitated him more than healed him. I more or less, I separate the two and I'd be like, well, not the movies, not the Wolverine movies. Obviously, those are technically. You mean the comics and the, the comics movies. and the movies? I think they're 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 pretty much saying like adamantium. It 
will kill him. Like, I mean, because it'll, it'll it's poison. It'll pierce his. Well, no, I mean, it is also poison. It is what was killing Logan right. in the movie. But, but I, I just think the fact that it will it will break his adamantium skeleton and you could blow his brains out. That right, way. but his brain would heal. Like you know what I mean? I know, Especially in the I mean, clone that had like I would say like the brain that part that regenerated him would have been destroyed. I don't know. I mean, all I'm saying is that it gives. You, I don't think it, that X twenty four gives Hugh Jackman an out. I think for the the casual viewer, that's like that's a good end. That's a, that's an end of him. You oh, know? I, I it should be the end. I'm just saying that if ever he he needed it, he they built him an out. They yeah. built him a back in. I should. That's say. That's true. Um, he'll but be more, he'll be more the berserker, right? Um, you know, and once again, it's it'd be it'd be classic Wolverine. Doesn't really have memory. Doesn't know like where he came from or what was mm-hmm. done to him. Like you know what I mean? Like there's just you you've got the character. I guess so. Um, so things I liked about the movie: the performances were incredible. Yes, the soundtrack was great. Yes, the uh, writing, the pacing say, was very say good. Even like the lack of uh, background music at times. Yeah, also like poignancy to certain scenes. Mm-hmm. Um. um which is always great, you know. It's great. It's great directing. It's great like uh, editing. Great directing when you can be like, you know, the scene is better without. I mean, I always. I mean, sometimes I feel like just too much. Like the <laughs> rated R it was necessary. It was blood, you know. It's not even the blood. The language was the necessary. Language, yes, yes, yes. The yes. language was so good. <laughs> um, Professor X cursing up a storm. And yeah, like, just <laughs> their, the first, their chemistry the first, is so good. Yeah. Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart, like yeah. their chemistry like I said, is just great on point. character, like great character uh, work. And uh, the girl who played Laura, I mm-hmm. thought was great, um, very good. Good eyes on her. She yeah. had, she did a lot of eye very acting, very expressive, uh, and that really did well. Like just oh. like you could feel like you could feel like she's gonna snap any moment when and kill she someone. Says, but when she says "daddy." Yeah. Oh, well, that's forget the end. It. That's the end of the movie, by the way, guys. Oh, I mean, we uh, said we already spoiled, but I mean, like, uh, but I mean, like, she eventually. I mean, it's 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 you're, it's shown throughout the movie. She wants a family, um, not just a family of the the various other failed experiments that she was she grew up with, but like literally, like she would like to have like an actual family, right? Uh, I don't know where. I mean, like, I mean, that's a family having. Family is a very strong theme of Logan. Yeah. Um, and also, like, where do you belong? Who are you? Mm-hmm. Soul searching. Like, very yeah. much a road trip movie. Yeah. Um, they made good use. I don't know. What, I forgot what the movie was that they watched in the movie. Right. The Western. The Western was good. Like, it had a lot of, like, metaphors. A lot of what, parallels. Yeah, parallels. That's it. Um, yeah. yeah. It, it was It was great. And I... Here's a question it for led you. To a very, again, a lot a very of this... nice uh, monologue, a very nice you know soliloquy at the end, where right. she re- repeated what the uh, the the prayer or like what he said. Two moments I want to talk about. Once again, from the very end of the movie. So please, if, you, if you're still not listening... to say that the end is bad. The the whole movie is great. The whole movie is great. I mean, not the, I, I was saying not the beginning or the middle or bad. The whole movie is great. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a lot of of build. Yeah, it's a lot of build. And the climax is off. the end. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, things I wanted to comment on. So first off. When he says, oh, so this is what it feels like. Yes. What do you think he's talking about? Death. Do you? Yes. I feel like this is, he'd never experienced death before. See, I, I feel like that's what he's it is on see, the surface, he, but I, I, I actually think it's something different. Family? I do. I think that's, it's meant to have multiple meetings. I think, because I, I do, because, because only because they specifically have Patrick Stewart say the line earlier on in the movie. It's like, remember this. He, remember this. Feel it. 
Like this is what this is what a home feels like. This is what a family feels like. Like yeah. take a moment and enjoy it. And when he's grabbing on the Laura's hand and he says, "Oh, so this is what it feels like." I I do think he meant death, but I also think he means family. Mm-hmm. Like the idea. It's, it's a great movie. The fact that it is ambiguous. Yep. It's not like it could be multiple things. And then can we talk about that final moment where she takes the cross and she turns it into the X? <laughs> I mean, it was like to me part of it was like. I get it. Oh, I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant. Just an X-Man to the very end. Like He was though. Yeah. And he's also like I mean the thing a that I like hero liked, to the very end. That's it's, really it's, it's, I think that's really what it meant. Like it, it's it's a hero to it's You it, know what? I just like I'm realizing it more now, just the layers, because she was raised on these comics. That's what I was just about to say. Like <sighs> what this movie does is this movie this movie gets kind of meta. Um in the sense that in, at this point in that in that universe of the X-Men universe of the movies, um, because mutants are now public, they became public in X-Men Days of Future Past, mutants became public in the past, they were able to build up to the fact that um, stories were written about the X-Men in the X-Men world. And the comics that we have, I mean, actually, fun fact, those comics were specifically drawn and written for yes, the movie. Yes, they're custom comics. Um, but there are comics for... That um, in their world, and here's a girl, Laura, that has been reading about uh, her father, the person who has the same powers as her, and who fights, and who's this hero, and he's the most recognizable X Men too. I mean, mm-hmm. when people think X Men, Logan, like Wolver- the Wolverine, Wolverine. There's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the movies right now. Granted, I know that there's other things in production, but look at the movies. There's the X Men as a group. And then there's Wolverine. Yeah. There's not Cyclops the movie. They never made there's that not, Storm movie. There's not Storm the movie. <laughs> Sorry, it is, how it is. It is X-Men and then it is Wolverine because he is the iconic X-Men. Maybe yeah. second to only to maybe or at least equal to, I, I would really say. I think he's just the. Yeah, I think he is iconic. And maybe second to him would be Charles Xavier. Yeah. The other, the other person in the movie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like really – that moment, I mean, you even see one of the kids that Logan helped save is literally carrying a Wolverine toy. Yeah. Like, these are children who looked up to him, who read these comics, who saw this this character on paper who was like, like, did he have flaws? Yes, but he was this hero. Yeah. And then he they did meet what this, was right. And then they meet this drunk man who's just like, <laughs> who's just not maybe what they expect, but in the end turns out to be exactly as he was portrayed. He is the X-Man. Yeah. And for her to put that cross on its side and the p- final shot be the grave with the X, I was just like, this is, oh, I was, I was, a, I was a fucking mess. Yeah. It was definitely like a very emotional, a lot of, a lot of tears from yeah. everybody at yeah. the very end. Oh yeah. Um, Just because it was like, it was, you know, some would say, uh, you know, it was a good death for Logan. It was, uh, you know, to go to like that, you know, to various uh, mythologies, you know, like to die in battle. You know, mm-hmm. that some would say that is the most. <laughs> I, I I told Jangus this before. I yearned to see Logan's hand pop out. Of the I, grave. I was of a differing opinion. I just feel like that was good. You know, it would have cheapened it. Yeah, it would cheapened it. Uh, it would have. Don't get me wrong. Like it would have. It's the okay from a film perspective. The movie is much better the way it ended. From my heart's perspective, <laughs> all I wanted was the happy ending for Logan and I Laura. Know, I know. But, like, you know, if there's anything that this movie showed you, it's that life is not a comic book. Right. You know, life is messy. Life is rough. Um, you know, 
There's just so much. It's a great movie. Great A movie. Uh, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my friend who I saw the movie with at the time. Like, it was really good. Right. Really good performances. Yeah. Should it be put up for an Oscar? Yeah. Would you want it to win? Yeah. Question. Yeah. yeah. If it wins. Yeah. Do you think the movie industry, do you think Sony would ever, or Sony, right? Fox. Fox would ever let go of the X-Men property if Wolverine, rated R Wolverine, got them an Oscar? I don't think they need to give it up whether it did or it didn't. Because here's the thing. It made money. It made money, but I mean, that they're already not going to give it up. If they're not going to give it up, it's going to be because of the money. Forget about the Oscars. And they've already made that money. Yeah. Here's the thing. Do you think they'll make like more rated R, but they'll do it for the wrong reasons? Probably, because executives are stupid. Um, but, but then, I, but then I would, again, we thought that because Deadpool did really well and was rated and R. That's why Logan got rated R. And then Logan got rated R, but it was a good rated R movie. Yeah, but you know? I mean, listen, I mean, do we like? Do we hope that the next like rated R, like, <laughs> here's the thing, Fox. <laughs> um, if Fox, if the Fox Marvel team, the X Men team, was smart, and they'll get there, they would have pulled a Sony. Not giving up the title, but allowing rights of the characters to be used by Marvel. Sony didn't give up Spider-Man. No, they didn't. They did not. And smart on their part. What they did was smart. I mean, they gave the character back to Marvel to use, but they're making money off of what is a good established franchise. Yeah. Marvel Studios. If If Fox was smart... That's what they would do. Oh my god! Especially like a Marvel X Men movie. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I was just about to say. Damn, we're reading your mind. (laughs) Logan was great, and Hugh Jackman said he was done, but he also said two things that he would come back for. That's true. One thing: if Deadpool, if Ryan Reynolds needs him in Deadpool, he will come back as like a cameo (laughs) or even a supporting character in Deadpool. And that would be obviously younger Logan and not old man Logan. Um, Sorry, I was just thinking of the the Deadpool we'll teaser. Be, yeah, yeah. We'll be talking about it. Um, but secondly, <laughs> what costume talk does about that. what costume does Logan change into? Yeah, he puts on some jeans and a tank top. <laughs> Listen, so that's the first thing. But the second thing that I was getting at. Um, Shut up, Stanley. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't in the theater version. I know. Um, it was still funny. That's off track. I'm sorry. The second thing he said he would come back to uh, to work would be the Avengers. Mm. He said he would come back for the he Avengers. He is an Avenger. I know. He's multiple Avengers. I know. That's And, and here's the thing. <laughs> That's if, the joke. <laughs> if, oh my God. if Fox was smart, which Stop. I think they will be. I think I think the, now that, now that Hugh's gone, I mean, Wolverine is what sold movies. Yeah. Days of Future Past was great. And let's face it. That was a Wolverine movie. It was a great Wolverine movie. Yeah. It was a great movie, but I mean, that was a great Wolverine movie. Like, they made money off of Hugh Jackman. The moment, like, I know that they have other properties in line right now, but the fact of the matter is, is the moment they see that Hugh Jackman money stop coming in, and I'd say a couple flops of, like, these other X-Men offshoots that they're trying to do, and I'd say give that a couple years, and then all of a sudden you're going to find out that X-Men get, you know... 
are now a, a Marvel Studios partnership property, and yeah. all of a sudden Hugh Jackman's back. And then we get in uh, the Avengers. And we get Phoenix and or what was it? I forgot what the oh Avengers versus X Men. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, that would be smart on their part. Really bad. Uh, <laughs> But all in all, I mean, we won't spend too much more time on yeah. it. But all but in all, speaking of Marvel, oh uh, well, first, Logan. I mean, God, man, let me. I'm sorry. Sum it up. Sorry. Man. Um, all in all, Logan was an incredible film. Yeah, and um, I'm I I couldn't be more pleased with how it turned out. Indeed, buy it, buy it, yep. buy it on Blu-ray. But <laughs> speaking of Logan, watch it a million times. Yeah, really. Speaking of Logan, speaking, speaking of, of Marvel, Wolverine, uh, the board game that we are reviewing, we're only reviewing one this month because then we're going to talk about PAX, is uh, Legendary, Marvel's Legendary. Yeah. It's a deck building uh, card game. Mm-hmm. comes with a nice little board so you can set up your pieces. You draw cards. You have... Uh, so it's a it's a resor- deck, it's a deck building game. I don't believe we talked about deck building games in the past. Of course we have because we talked about Mage Knight. We did talk about Mage Knight. Mm-hmm. We did. Um, but just to reiterate, a deck building game is essentially you start with a very small deck, uh, and then through like purchasing with like uh, with in with whatever currencies in the game, you buy more cards to add to your deck, and you just keep burning through your deck. Mm-hmm. And the cards help you kill things. Uh, they help you get more resources, which you use to buy better cards. Um, and then once you have a deck that's strong enough, you attempt whatever the, the challenges of the game. Yeah. And well, usually in legendary, you're you're constantly you're on a clock. Yeah, you have to you have to start early, right? Otherwise, you will not make it to the end. Yeah, legendary has a as a as a mechanism that makes it so you kind of have to trudge through the game, as Jenga said, rather quickly, um, and. Also, I don't think it scales well. I don't think legendary scales well. Like because, players? Yeah, because here's the thing. With less players, it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. The more players you have, that game gets really difficult. I think legendary is one of those games where it has a sweet spot. It, it can support a large number of players or a small number of players. But it's one of those ones where it's like four, three, four, three, three, four. Yeah. Something like that is like the sweet spot. And there's some games that are like that. It's nice that they can expand, but like design wise and like to, to have an optimal experience, mm-hmm. you want to have at least, you want to have like three or four people. You play as the Marvel heroes, the Avengers mm-hmm. and well, you, you don't, well, it's like, I mean, you, not you, you, that's so what the cards are. The way, not, you, don't, you don't have an actual So the character. way the game sets up is you pick a set number of like, so there are heroes they have like special cards. They have different abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, you draft those heroes. You say like, I want to. This game we're going to play with Hulk, Wolverine, Spider Man, and um, you know Captain America. So those are the cards in your general pool that you'll be drawing from and buying, mm-hmm. and then and that'll be part of your deck. And then you pick a villain. You pick a villain. Uh, whoever that villain is, and the villain has his own built-in deck, and they use specific henchmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are henchmen cards which you have to defeat in addition to the villain himself, or him or herself. Uh, and then there's also an environment, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's an environment that plays a part that can alter the game one way or another. Yeah. Uh, there's, and it's a very modular game. So, like, you can mix. There's various ways to play it. You know, there's easy configurations. I put quotes on that. And there's hard configurations. He also put quotes on that. I did. Um, So, it's a really solid game. And there's tons of expansions. And if you don't like Marvel, they make DC Legendary. They make, uh, I think I saw, like, uh, 
like there's there's a legendary for everything right uh so check it out check it out it's um, a really solid game i'd say thumbs up i uh, me too it's a good game yeah um i mean yeah. by far not one of my all-time favorites mm-hmm. but i enjoy it yeah it's a good game to crack still out a thumbs up i'll yeah, say that to bring out every now and then yeah um to finish it off Jangus just attended PAX East recently. That's right. Um, so I'm sure you have a whole bunch of game news. <laughs> I don't know about game news. Um, well, board games that you saw. That's right. New board games. That's you know true. what I mean? Things that are so, up and coming. So, uh, so PAX, if you don't know what it is, it's Penny Arcade Expo. Uh, they have a couple of them now, but I went to the East Coast version, and that's in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. It was so cold. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a gaming convention. Uh, which has uh, it has a tabletop portion. It also has a video game, like uh, digital video game portion, uh, and everything in between. Really, they have panels uh, where you, you know developers talk about stuff that's coming out, or there's like there's you know uh, content creators who talk about how they do the stuff they do, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, I I had a really great time. Uh, I went with a friend of mine who is an indie game developer himself. If you watch any of my Facebook lives, my friend Eric, um, you know, he, we, we, we had a bit of our, uh, we, we talked a bit in our Facebook lives, but I'm just going to go over some more specific board game stuff. Um, Wizards wasn't there. <laughs> of course not. Yeah. I'm really like, I'm a little disappointed. Uh, but thankfully there was, uh, they had a third part. There was a third party vendor there who ran magic, uh, all weekend long. There were events all weekend, uh, which was nice. Uh, so if you want to get in a draft or if you want to be in a sealed game or they had like mini tournaments, you can get in there. They had like a league going mm. where you buy, you get like a, an intro pack and you play. And for whoever wins you get, you get more booster packs to add to yours. So you like make like an evolving deck. And they had uh, for Magic, they had a ticket system where you win tickets and then you can redeem tickets for singles, booster packs, or even board games, which was cool. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't have enough time to play any Magic that weekend. Mm. I'm a little disappointed. Uh, but it's just it was a really big, busy weekend. Word. Um, I'm sure someone could just go to play Magic and probably actually, you know, get some good stuff at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some <laughs> they had some really crazy rares. Uh, like I had never seen like a black Lotus in person and that was really cool. That was like what? $2,000 or a thousand dollars. Something like that. Yeah. It was really expensive. They had power nine. It was crazy. Um, as far as board games go, there was a large board game. Uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of indie board games bring their stuff. A lot of kickstarters. I'm trying to think of some that I saw. Um, hmm. There was ooh, um, there was like an Alchemy Academy game. I don't really know the, I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but it was a really cool looking board game. It was in Kickstarter at the time, or the Kickstarter was launching soon, mm-hmm. um, and it was very interesting. So it was, it was, you have like a middle board, and the middle board uh, everyone plays on. You play tiles, and those tiles, like you, you try to get. Uh, they're like spells around the tile board, and you want to get to the to get to the side to get more spells that augment, give you more victory points, give you more gems, and it's like this weird tile drawing mechanic combined with like a a, a deck building mechanic, which I thought was cool. That's cool. 
Um, another game I saw was uh, called uh, Dragon, I believe. How uh, original. <laughs> um, where you play dragons. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, I was, you know. Uh, you, it, had a, it, had got a, me there. it had a cloth map, which I thought was cool. That is cool. Uh, cloth map, and it had metal pieces. Uh, I had later, there's a Kickstarter for that as well, uh, which I will probably be over by the time this podcast comes out, but maybe they'll do something else. Um, but it was where you, you're a dragon, uh, and you want to go out and ransack villages uh, to get more loot, uh, but your loot stays at your cave, and your cave can be ransacked by heroes or other dragons. So it's kind of like a mix of trying to – it's like a risk-reward kind of thing because you want to get more loot for your your uh, for your, your, your lair. Your hoard. Uh, your hoard. But you also want to make sure no one steals from you. Okay. That's cool. Uh, let me think if there's anything else that was like really noteworthy. Uh, there, like, like I said, there were a ton of like indie board games. People were demoing. Uh, and also they had a uh, – Something I love at PAX, uh, they have like board game rentals. So they have like this huge library of board games. If you're not doing anything, you can give them you can give them your license and you can rent one of their board games, bring it out to a table, play it. When you're done, bring it back, they give you your license back. Uh that was a lot of fun. Uh we played so many like because like that was our evenings. Cause like the convention floor closed at six, mm-hmm. but the tabletop area stayed open all night to two o'clock in the morning. So you could play board games all night. Um, uh, purchases I made. I did buy some board games while I was there. Maybe we'll review them later on. Yeah, we have to play them. Uh, one I bought was Planetarium. Uh, where of course you, you did. Of course. Come on, Dave. Uh, <laughs> Planetarium is from, I, I, it was. – I've never heard of it before. It was another one of those like Kickstarter – it, it had just finished its Kickstarter, mm-hmm. so they had a, they had like Kickstarter bonus packs that came with it. But you play like a you play a heavenly body in a newly formed star system, and you're trying to make planets mm-hmm. uh, and different. And you get you draw planets, and you try to get resources to make those planets. And mm-hmm. the more I'm sure, I'm like I said, I haven't actually opened it. Before I can see, the more planets you have, that's your victory points. So you're trying to go around, and like the, the board is like circular with different paths, and like. Uh, you get stuff from there. And the other game I bought was uh, called Vault. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Vault is a board game where there's five different roles, uh, and you each one has a different gameplay style. You have, like, a knight who's, like, a standard, like, dungeon crawler when you're trying to kill monsters and level up. Mm-hmm. You can play as a dragon who is trying to keep things out of the dungeon uh, out of the dungeon, and also to, like, get more loot because that's what dragons do. You have the mm-hmm. goblins who are trying to steal the dragon's loot. <laughs> uh, you and you can play as the cave who is trying to kill everybody. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I'd play as the cave. Uh, and I think there's one more. I think there's a thief uh, who's trying to steal loot as well. I heard the thief is like not really like the most like he feels added on, mm-hmm. but the other four are like a solid. So so each person has their own gameplay. Um, and their own victory condition, and mm-hmm. there can only be one winner. Uh, so, cool. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Overall, I love packs. Uh, if you can get a chance to go, I would say do it. Um, it's always great to play games with people. There's like even like you can even play with like strangers because there's like look. You can get a board game and be like looking for group. Uh, and obviously, there was. I'm sorry, just to reiterate. There's Pathfinder Adventure League. There's D and D Adventure League. Uh, there's like indie role playing games that you could play. Um, like I said, if you're if you're a big tabletop fan, 
that's definitely something to check out. Cool. Thanks, man. No problem. Well, that pretty much uh, ends our podcast. Yeah, buddy. I hope you uh, all enjoyed episode 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am uh, looking forward to episode 15 to see what else comes our way. Oh, yeah. Um, as always, please leave a comment uh, either on the Geek Aid page itself. Uh, you can message Jengis and I on Facebook. That's right. Um, whatever, whatever way you want to get in contact with us, we'd love to hear your comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks for listening. No problem. No, wait. Why did I say that? I don't know. I think you were answering me. Yeah. Let's try that again. Thanks for listening. Thank you. (laughs) I'm leaving that in. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) 